Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to our Bravo episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into the glorious, beautiful, warm, cosy Bravo shows. Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that episode, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present. We also have a show that airs every Tuesday in which we follow all the ding-dongs of the 90-day fiancé realm. But without further ado, let's dive into this episode, which is all things beautiful, wonderful, bravo. Hello, beautiful people, and happy... December. I am in, I know it's, everybody says it, right? The year goes so quickly, la 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 la. But it's December, guys. 25 days, we've got Christmas. Then we've got New Year, and then it's 2024. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to take on right now. Um, But I hope everyone is feeling festive if you celebrate or just in the season of winter and getting cozy and everything is, 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 is like hot drinks, getting together with friends, um, drinking and being merry. That's what I love right now. It's chilly. It's windy in Los Angeles and I'm loving it. And I've, I, I, I half-heartedly have started my Christmas decorations. I celebrate Christmas. And I'm not actually going home for to England for Christmas this year. Bit of a bummer. Um, I am upset about it. I would have really liked to go home, but it's just not feasible with the 
flights and with having to come back here for a New Year's Eve thing I'm doing, it was just not going to work out. So I'm really upset that I'm not going to go home, but I am making my house like, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't really say Santa in England. We say Father Christmas. So I'm making it like Father Christmas's house in my house. Tinsel in every goddamn corner you look at. Um, there's, there's tartan, there's lights, there's everything I can do that's Christmassy. Um, I'm shoving it around this house. I love it. I didn't get things up as early as I did for Halloween. Halloween, it was up. My Halloween decorations were up middle of September. My Christmas decorations, I'm half-heartedly bringing stuff in, but, um, the rest of it will be done this weekend. Um, but I love it. It does make me feel really cozy. And I will also be making my specialty, even though I'm not in England, I'll be making my specialty mince pies. Now, mince pies are something that in England we all have at Christmas. They're traditional, they're traditional short crust pastry little mini pies. And inside is called mince meat, but it's not actually meat. It's a mixture of many, many spices. Um and clo- like clove, um, ginger, there's tons of stuff in there and it's fruit, fruit in there. Um, it's delicious. And to make it all from scratch, like you need a ton of spices, the cinnamon, there's all the stuff that goes in there. Luckily, my local Ralph's for some reason has a section, there's a big jar of English pre-made mincemeat, which you can then put in the pies. So every year I've been making mince um, um, mince pies for all of my neighbors, the majority of them that have never had them before and they are obsessed with them and love them. So, and I need to start getting to do that and the house then ends up smelling like Christmas. It's lovely. So have no fear, I will be in full on Christmas mode even though I may not be back in my darling homeland. But I hope all of you are getting in the mood and getting ready to wrap this year up, which I have a panic saying that because it just sounds so bizarre and so strange. I can't believe it's happening. Um, But anyway, I hope everything is wonderful with all of you. I do want to do a massive thank you to a few of our listeners that have sent us and we reposted it on Instagram. You sent us your Spotify like wrap up. So, you know, if you listen to this potty um, on Spotify or you listen to Spotify at all, they will give you like your analytics at the end of the year. What musician you listen to the most, what podcast you listen, listen to the most. And our darling listeners sent in um their screenshots of how much they listen to us and that we were the number one podcast they listened to I reposted it on our Instagram and I just want to say thank you it makes me want to cry it's such it's just so beautiful that all of you are listening and supporting us and reaching out as well just responding to your dms makes me so happy and just telling me where you're listening from and that you've been listening for a while I mean Kate and I started this you know last God, these years are going by last, you know, March the 1st. And I'm not going to get too sentimental, guys. I'll leave that for the end of the year um, episode. But I will say that it's been, you know, both of us have had things that have gone up and down in our lives during that time. And just before that time, I had a massive life change and I wanted to make something that would make me happy again. And um, it was this podcast. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm a complete sentimental mess right now so I'm not going to start crying on a podcast but it is just to say thank you so much um we love seeing that Spotify thank you for sending them we've been reposting um them on our Instagram and um your dreams come true so thank you 
before we get into the episode, I do um, also want to give a quick plug here to my shop. So if any of you guys have been following, um, I had an Etsy shop called A Brit in the Sun, B-R-I-T in the Sun. It I started it when I started the podcast. I launched two things that year. Um, you know, building up an Etsy store is very hard. It's a lot of hard work. Um, you have to constantly be thinking of the algorithms of products, you know, staying on trend, things like that. My theme was pop culture, real housewives, bravo. And um, I, it, it really took off um, in the, the best months are always, you know, kind of like November, October, November, December, January. And I was very fortunate and it took off and it did really, really well. People were at BravoCon wearing my clothes. Andy Cohen even reposted one of my t-shirts, even though he didn't tag me. Yeah, I literally probably missed out on hundreds of thousands of dollars because he reposted my t-shirt and didn't tag me. If he had tagged, well, what could I say? One day again, hopefully. Anyway, I put it on pause, like Andy put Dorinda, on pause for um, summer because the summer months are very, very slow. Um, and then I came back to restart it for the highest point of the year, October. And I had five copyright infringements because while I was away, Miss Meredith Marks of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City decided to copyright her name or trademark her name. So my stuff with her name on was flagged and it meant that my store was shut down. So I'm hopefully going to be getting it back next week, but it has been, I've lost so much in sales. And the reason I'm telling you all of this is because I do have my Instagram, a Brit in the sun. Please go over and follow me there. And I've been able to sell my products via that, um, via Instagram. So you can reach out to me on Instagram. I have, you can see some of my products there. It's all t-shirts, it's um, Christmas ornaments, it's Christmas stockings, it's t-shirts, hoodies. I even have aprons with Ramona's face screaming, wow, Bethany, wow on it. Um, you know, there's there's a lot that I have. Um, I have notebooks that I created myself with Dorinda, all the Real Housewives. And it's just been a shame because I haven't been able to get it to the audience that Etsy can give it to. However, it is what it is, but I'm still fighting and I'm trying to get my shop back. Beginning of December, make some sales. But in the meantime, guys, if you are looking for any gifts for housewife fans, I'm sure I'll have, I, I know I'll have something in my store that would be perfect for you. So please go over to a Brit in the Sun on Instagram. Follow me, DM me, let me know if there's something you're looking for in particular. And I appreciate the support. Okay, enough plugging, enough nearly crying on the beginning of the podcast. Let's get in to really my favorite subject ever, which is Housewives. Um, apart from TLC, because, you know, loving that. And we need to have a serious discussion about Sister Wives and this latest one-on-one -on -one episode. We'll get, we'll get to that in another episode. Okay. So we had, obviously, we, we've got Potomac going on. I am watching Potomac. I love Potomac. Um, it's good, as Potomac always is, with that little Candace being a nasty little thing. And um, we're seeing, you know, this the new girl coming in and fighting with Wendy about, apparently, Wendy's mum putting a curse on her. Um, you know, we see this week they had, like, pickleball. And I'm not going too much into detail with it. I didn't make notes for it. I've watched it. I'm enjoying it. I'm just not getting a lot from it. I need really to... I mean, they're just in their third episode, I think, third or fourth. Um, 
We have a lot with, you know, Garcelle um, uh, talking about her children are going to university. And then we've got Robin, of course, it's Robin and Juan. And that Juan is a disaster. And you're watching Robin defend him. And it's heartbreaking. It's really horrible to watch. Um, it's very painful because he is just so blatantly been cheating on her and she will not let that family go. So she's sticking with him and defending him. And all these women are looking at her going... It's obvious. We all know. You know. It's, you know, so it's very hard. But we do see them next week going on a cast trip. So it's an early cast trip. So I'm excited for that. But Potomac, I just wanted to step up a little bit. We have Ashley being, she's being shady as usual, stirring up drama. Um, but, you know, I, I I need more. I need more. I do like the new addition. I've forgotten her name. As I said, I don't have my notes right now. Um, the doctors, you know, that she's married to a doctor excuse me, a doctor, and she's fighting with Wendy. She's really great. I like her. Um, and Salt Lake, there's so much to go in on Salt Lake. <laughs> because I, what is going on with Salt Lake, guys, is so intense on and off screen, on and off screen. Because what we're seeing right now is next, in this week's episode, they're all gearing up for their Bermuda episode, uh, Bermuda trip, which we know from all the previews we've seen is where everything is going to explode with Monica. We didn't know what it was. I had my theories, which have gone over before of what I thought it was, but it's pretty much a consensus now that what they find out on the trip is that Heather finds out, and this is, this hasn't been confirmed yet, we're going to see next week, but people are saying that because it's playing out in real life that Monica is suing Heather's business, Beauty Lab and Laser, um for doing faulty work on her or something like that and that's come out in the press the lawsuit and what we're led to believe is that the big big bombshell that happens in bermuda is that heather finds out that the moniker that is suing her company is this moniker that she's befriended this entire time and it's because they were using moniker was using two different last names so heather knew there was this lawsuit against her company by moniker whatever last name she didn't know it was the Monica that's now sat beside her at dinner and on holiday with her. That's what's been supposedly going on. We're going to find out properly next week. I'm going to do a different episode on Salt Lake. This one I'm just doing Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, I have a lot to say about it and I have a lot to say about Salt Lake. So I'm doing Salt Lake in a different episode so you'll just get a bonus episode of Salt Lake. Um, otherwise this episode will be two and a half hours long. Um, but I mean, Salt Lake is doing beautiful work. We saw there was a big, um, I think it was the Hilton, Kathy, <laughs> Kathy Hilton did, um, had some promotional Christmas um, party that she did this week. And all the Salt Lake gals were there. A lot of the housewives were there. And Heather was interviewed and she said, I will never ever film with Monica again. What happens in Bermuda? She says, it's like something I've never experienced. And on the 14th of December, we have Ultimate Girls Trip, Roni Legacy, which is going to be our dream come true. Cannot wait for that either. So a lot of stuff going on in the Housewives world. But let's get on to BH this week. So we're obviously, we're in season 13 of BH, which is so crazy to think about. That I can imagine going back to that first season. I mean, I have gone back and rewatched it, but how different things are. Wow. And Kyle's the only remaining one, isn't she? Because Kyle was in the first season. Yeah, she was. You stole my goddamn house. That was first season or second. Um, yeah, it is. She's the only one remaining. Yeah. Okay. 
So this is, episode, we're on episode six, and it's called Ring Around the Rumour. Uh, first scene is we see um, Crystal, who we are not getting enough of. I don't know if they're trying to push Crystal out. I don't like it. I want more of Crystal. I love seeing, she's so beautiful, so I love looking at her. Um, and she can stir drama, but they're just not giving her anything. We Anyway, we see her and Dorit turning up to Kyle's house. Now, guys, you know that I've spoken many a times about my weird connections and how I always end up falling into somehow being connected to something I'm talking about or seeing on a TV or an incident in life or something just bizarro land. I know I've mentioned some things to you before. Like I will I will talk about a celebrity. I'll go and watch a movie and I'll watch it um, and I'll see a celebrity and it'll be like, oh my God, this person's so amazing, such a great actor, blah, blah, blah. And the next day I'll be waiting for coffee and they'll be next to me in line and co- for coffee. It just happens like that. But um, this house, I can't say too much, but I'm going to tell you this. The house that Kyle lives in, okay, um, she's since moved out of this house that we're seeing on the show. It's a mansion, huge, you know, with that black and white flooring and everything. Um, uh, I don't know how much of the story I can tell. So I was friends with somebody when I first came to America, okay? And she, I name her the chameleon. She's someone that will take on any identity that the next person she wants to be around will have. So I met her, she was an LA club girl, you know, trying to be around celebrities, trying to all of that. That wasn't my vibe. So then she got into like the music scene that I was into and hanging out with musicians. Then she, then off, we, we were very, very close friends. Okay, we were very, very close friends. She met a guy who was lovely. Um, I was actually there and introduced them the night they um, got engaged, he's a great guy, um, and they got married. And she was very, very bad to me. She did something very, 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 I was going through, basically I was going through losing my mum at the time, okay? And I was flying from England to LA, England to LA, constantly trying to look after my mum and try to just maintain a lot of stuff going on. It was an extremely, extremely hard time in my life. And, um, my this this friend of mine was getting married at the same time and I said you know I just can't she asked me to be a bridesmaid I was like I just can't I don't have any money I'm trying to put my money into flying back home all this stuff I could just about afford to go to her wedding she had a destination wedding and I had to leave the next day to work and after she had this big extravagant wedding it was lovely and she was even though her bridesmaid fainted during when she was taking her vows and this friend of mine just let her lie on the floor and continued the vows. It was, it's bizarre. There's a lot to this story. I will write an article about it one day. I will. It's just a lot. Anyway, long story short, we fell out because after um, my mum had passed away, I came back to America and um, she sent me horrendous text messages um, saying what a bad friend I was because I didn't stay for her wedding reception. So anyway, that was her. So needless to say, I wished her well and moved on from that part of my life. She was, she's a very, very, very bad person. And she, she's also, like I say, chameleon. She, she met this guy and then had his personality and his religion and all of that. She just changes, changes, changes. Can never keep a friend for more than four years. 
Four years is a long time to have a friend for her, but it's usually a cycle of two to three years. Best, best, best friends, and then they have massive falling out. She has no friends. Just just that type. Yeah, I'm sure anyone listening has been around that type of person before. They're very dangerous because you can never believe them. Lots of lies, lots of stuff hidden up. Anyway, she ended up divorcing um, her husband. Now, he was lovely. I could never say anything bad about him. He was a really, really nice guy. Um... He ended up in a relationship with a woman. That woman is very, very wealthy and she bought Kyle's house. Guys, I know this is so convoluted, but that's how bizarro it is. So I'm this massive housewives fan watching all of this. I see that Kyle is selling this big house that we're watching on the show right now. And she sells it to someone who's very, very wealthy. And I'm like, I know who she is. She's in a relationship and has a child with my horrendous ex-friend's ex-husband. It's just weird. So this, I know that was a long story and I've given away a lot on this podcast. So shh, don't tell anyone. Um, but seeing them walking into that house and being like, oh, that's where so-and-so lives now. It is cuckoo. It's very, very strange. Anyway. That's my connection to that I wanted to tell you, but good for him because he's an amazing guy and he seems very, very happy in his life now with a very, very wealthy woman and beautiful children. So I'm happy for him. And her, I think she's on to her fourth marriage. Anyway, right, so let's go. (laughs) And maybe fourth or fifth last name. All right, so we see them going into, I give a lot away on this podcast. I really do, but hey-ho. We're all best friends anyway, so it doesn't matter. We're all best friends, guys. They're in the kitchen and Kyle is just, you know, when you've been through a point in your life when you're unhappy, you know, you're just unhappy for whatever reason and you do become mean. And that's all I'm seeing with Kyle. She's trying to keep everything together because her marriage of a very long time is dissolving and she's angry. And she is desperate doing anything to just distract herself from the anger she's feeling. And so... Dorit, Crystal and her are talking about Sutton and when she went over to Sutton's house and Sutton did the big dramatic thing about the elevator and it's she's just angry and going on about Sutton's well she's drinking and they call it the pink cloud right when somebody gets sober they are in this pink cloud and just talk about everybody else's drinking and that's very much what Kyle's doing and it's not fair and it's not cool but that's that's what she's doing right now and crystal doesn't like it and dorit's kind of just going along with well there must be something going on with sutton and i don't know why she's saying this and they have like a little bitch sesh about that we then see sutton and garcelle uh going for dinner and you know i can whenever sutton's on the screen i can never take my eyes off those little legs those little legs of sutton's and i know she has She's mentioned it before. She does have a condition that I think it's something to do with... I, th- I, be- I thought it was her feet, but it, I think it's her legs. It's a pe- very painful... Mus- it's either muscular or it's nerve damage. I think she said it was nerve damage, but she's got this t- teeny, she's a teeny, teeny woman. And they go to dinner and they kind of talk about the um, premiere of Garcelle's uh, movie that we saw last week. And we talk about Kyle and we talk about Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell always has his nose stuck in everything Housewives. And look, I appreciate it. 
I do because if I had a chance I'd be in everything too but uh, with Housewives but he really loves the Housewives um, he was at Bravo Con and he gave this big kind of rundown um, on Bitch Sesh with Casey Rose Wilson Daniel Schneider and um about his interaction there and it was funny it was funny him talking about the housewives and which ones he saw smoking and stuff like that it was good it was good but he appreciates his housewives he knows it wow nice yeah what you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on bomba socks underwear and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds yeah that plush and the best part for every item you purchase Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness Bombas big comfort for everyone go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase that's bombas.com slash ACAST code ACAST if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you so they're kind of talking about what's going on with kyle right what's going on with kyle and we know something's going on and sutton brings up this new ring you know kyle's not wearing her engagement ring she's got this new sapphire ring and then we get this comment from garcelle in her confessional and she says you know i don't really notice rings at all so i didn't notice kyle's new ring however i did notice that Dorit still had her rings after her robbery. Now, guys, that is going to be brought up in the reunion for about half an hour. It will be argued over. I don't... The way Garcelle said it... Look, she was not saying it innocently. We know she wasn't. She was saying it to stir up. But... I don't think she's fully insinuating, like many have, that that was a staged robbery. Um, not that Dorit's lying about it, but people around her staged that robbery in, for insurance purposes. That's been a rumour that's been going on for a long time. And I don't know if Garcelle was, really believes that. Um, however, a lot of people do. That's all I'll say about that. But um, what Dorit went through was horrific. She had a gun pointed to her head. I mean, it was just horrendous. Um, but it was a very odd comment, very, very odd comment by Garcelle. Um, now they start discussing about the news that's, that they that they know at the time, which is that Mauricio's having an affair. So when it was filming, I don't think there was much that had come out yet about the relationship really between kyle and um morgan maybe it had a little bit actually maybe it had a little bit because when we see morgan later she's talking about people on instagram i think it was coming out but it was also talking it certainly you know this was filmed 
what summer maybe earlier earlier this year so i don't know really what time i can't remember that all the bravo gossip at the time but they're saying you know we're seeing it all in the trades page six radar online instagram the marisu's having an affair so is that what's going on so they're just talking about what's possibly going on with kyle and sutton's out for kyle Sutton's out for Kyle because Kyle can't stand her. I mean, it's it gets so obvious in this. And their last meeting when they tried to have a talk to each other at Garcelle's premiere, premiere was horrible. Kyle was very nasty to her. Um, so Sutton's out for her now. Um, we then see Erica meet with a PR person. This was a weird weird scene. I didn't really say. It was just Erica talking to a PR person saying, or publicist, I guess, saying, listen, I need to get back to where I was. I want to be performing again. I want to do all this. And we now know that she has been in, she had a run in Vegas for maybe a couple of weeks, I think. Um, And so, you know, we see that she does have that, but it was just kind of throwaway scene of just her. I I want to get back. I want to get back. So I think this means, guys, trigger warning, we will be seeing Mikey Minden again soon. Just, just FYI. Um, okay, so then we go and have a scene with Garcelle and her son, who is just such a, oh, he's such a lovely boy, so mature, and he's having a dinner with his mum, and it was a hard scene, they were just talking about, you know, Garcelle's saying, I have twin boys, but they, they communicate very, very differently, and I need to understand that and appreciate it, and then they talk about the affair that, you know, um, Garcelle's husband had and how devastating that was. And her son reveals, I, I knew about that when I was eight. You know, I learned a lot about about it. I Googled it and I found everything out. And that really hurt Garcelle because she had no idea. Um, so they have a good conversation. And I think that he's just a mature, lovely boy. And she's just done a fabulous job. Fabulous job. Then we get to this tattoo scene. Now, guys, if you're if you're seeing it all on Instagram, they do show it like the week ahead of time. So we'd all seen this quite a, quite a bit on Instagram, this scene. But it's just so awkward. I mean, it was, we see that, so Kyle's turning up, going to get a new tattoo. And she's meeting with this tattoo artist who I was deeply attracted to, by the way. I'm sure a lot of people were. He was gorgeous. Anyway, they're in this very, very fancy place to get tattoos. And then she's saying, well, I'm getting a new one and I'm getting this. And she's looking at designs. And then she goes, oh, here she is. And Morgan comes in. And she's so awkward and doesn't really want to be on television. But dare I say she knows she was pretty coerced by... Kyle and I don't think it would have taken that much coercion because I think Morgan Wade never heard of her before that has her she's she has got to the point of um massive amount of new of a new audience due to Kyle Richards and due to all of this and they are loving these paparazzi shots and my opinion is that Morgan is loving every single second of this she's just announced her tour that's going to be on uh with Alanis Morissette and Entertainment Lawyer revealed a blind item um Entertainment Lawyer is if you don't know it's a website it's called Crazy Days Crazy Nights and Entertainment Lawyer puts up he's it's been it's been there for years it's a staple of celebrity gossip and 
I reposted it on our Instagram that he he said, according to his sources, that Morgan um, has loved all of this opportunity of all this publicity and fame that she's got hanging around Carl Richards. And now um, she now that she's landed the tour she wants, she no longer will be hanging out with this reality star. So the way this was, and they're all, she's, Kyle's giggling and giddy around her and smiling. And once again, I still stand with the fact that I don't think anything sexual, I don't think there's a sexual relationship with them. I think that Kyle was just infatuated with this new friend. And I think there's probably an attraction, but it's much more so of Kyle's new life. And Kyle saying in this that Morgan is so free and she, she, does what she wants to do and I want to be like that I've been a nervous wreck and trying to be perfect for so many years and I think she's just gone fuck it I don't want to do this anymore and then she sees Morgan with her tattoos and she's like I want to just emulate her I think we've all been there when we've seen a friend and we're just like oh my you know you meet someone and you're so enamored by them and it doesn't have to be sexual you're just enamored by them and want to be like them and pick up some of their habits and I think Kyle's just gone overboard with this and that's what she's like with Morgan and Morgan is so awkward in this scene and she's like me 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 she's sorry that was my that was my google going off um and she's you know when she goes she stopped me (laughs) actually that was you know i love my impressions because the tattoo artist goes so how do you two know each other and kyle like beams at morgan and morgan goes she stopped me (laughs) can't do the accent but it's just very like she's got this very surprising like high-pitched very very feminine feminine ultra little kind of voice like this but she's got thick southern twang it's very interesting anyway so we see them kyle gets a tattoo mentions something about mauricio it's a lot and then we see her going home to mauricio who's working and got another trip and and she enters that house and her face is like as my mother would have said face like thunder she walks in and she says, hi, how's it going? Hi. I mean, she hates him. I think he's messed up in such a way that I don't think we'll ever really find out. I really don't think Kyle will ever reveal what happened. But I think my suspicion is that she found out he cheated for the umpteenth time and was like, I'm done. That's enough. Too much now. I gave you chances and you cheated again. And he's there and she's like, I got another tattoo. And he's like, oh, let me see it. Can I, am I ever going to see that? And she's like, uh. I mean, she's not even trying to hide it. It's as though she's deliberately playing it up as much as she can for the camera because she wants the world to know that she is done with him and she's angry with him. She is palpable. Like her anger with, towards Sutton, her anger towards Mauricio. I mean, it is palpable. This woman's in a lot of pain. I think you're watching a woman in a lot of pain that is very angry at life. And that's that's what we're seeing. So then we get this fabulous scene um, with my new favorite, Arvi. Now we see Sutton is in her house and we see that she's gonna have the matchmaker, Alessandra over again, who is a nightmare because we saw her once and she's all like, oh, thank you, water would be wonderful. Oh my goodness, she's just a lot. So we see Arvi getting things ready with somebody else, another butler or somebody else, that, or house, whatever term they give that lives there, that works there. And and you hear her, Alessandra coming to the door, hi, and you just see Arvi go, oh God, she's very bubbly. And immediately my mind went to Arvi is 
Sonia Morgan's butler. Do you remember, and this is going way back now, this is Real Housewives of New York. Sonia used to borrow um, her brother-in-law, so her ex-husband's brother's butler. So it was a Morgan's butler. And he was a snarky, bitter little butler. And he made comments. This was the first season of Tinsley. I think this was eight or nine. And the butler was helping at a garden party and he just trashed everyone and making um, comps, the, all these nasty, snarky little comments about all the women. And RV is this butler. I just see them exactly the same people. Um, and then Dorit comes to the door and he goes to her, gives sass straight to Dorit. Would you like to knock? I mean, he's just sassy, bit a little butler and I love it. Um... Then, you know, Sutton is really being given all the jabs in her confessional. She's saying, well, I mean, I have to give people a chance because if Dorit fell in love with PK, I shouldn't be so picky. Sutton is going to have a hell of a lot to answer for at the reunion. I hope she's prepared because it is going to be bloody. Um, So we see her kind of going through these bachelors and Dorit is kind of picking out ones and saying that she's being too too picky and things like that i i don't really know this whole line with sutton dating i, I don't get her i don't i don't know what her situation is but i think it's just a good storyline for the moment um we then get to see them all getting ready for this dinner that kyle is hosting so she says you know i don't drink now and everyone's giving me so much shit so i'm gonna do a dinner party with weed and um it's you know it's got uh it's like cannabis infused food and then the cbd at the end of it and you know people can get high and have a nice mellow dinner and blah 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 so she's getting ready for it and facetimes morgan who's like i can't no I, i'm not gonna try and do an accent okay i'm not i need to practice i need to work i need to do the work on the accent before i practice it but she's you know um, saying, oh, I can't believe I let you tattoo your initial on me. And then we see a flashback to Morgan being tattooed by Kyle and Kyle put a K on there. <sighs> anyway, so then she's like, have a great show. And just no sign of Mauricio. I mean, he's just out. Um, the dinner, we see everyone coming over and we meet Anne-Marie, who's a new friend of Kyle's. She comes in and I recognize that dress immediately. That tall, she's wearing a black tall dress. And we, when we see um, Sutton come in, Sutton makes the comment of, I know that dress. I remember Erica wearing that. I didn't know they still made them. And um, I thought the exact same thing. Not that they still made them, but I knew that was the exact same dress that Erica had worn in seasons before. And then, of course, we see Faye bloody Resnick. If Faye Resnick can get her face stuck in any episode of The Housewives, she will. She is just... She's something else. Um, we get a flashback. We They learn, you know, they're, they're talking Kyle, Faye, and Anne-Marie, and, and they're, they're saying that um, Camille Grammer and Denise Richards are coming. So we get the flashback to the very, very famous Alison Dubois um dinner where she says you will never be emotionally fulfilled by your husband and it was very interesting timing so they talk about all of that we see camille and denise in the car because they they both live in malibu so they're coming from malibu all the way over to the valley and i can tell you that car ride was probably an hour and a half and um in traffic and I, you could tell the second that they start filming them in the car denise is wasted you could tell she'd been drinking that entire entire journey and when she gets out of the car at Kyle's house, the way she's like thanking the driver, thank you, thank you, thank you, it was very nice, but she was wasted. 
So she's already getting there drunk. And they go in and Garcelle goes, oh. And Denise goes, what's oh? And then they see the morally corrupt Faye Resnick, as Camille called her. Um, Then Denise, you know, they're all kind of gathering and everyone says, Cynthia Bailey is randomly there as well, which doesn't get mentioned. She barely says anything. That was very strange. Cynthia Bailey from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, So they are talking. And then I think Garcelle or someone says to Denise, um, so are you going to have your food infused? Uh, with with cannabis and she says oh no I've only ever smoked weed twice in my twice in my life and ugh no and I I thought really okay well maybe she has only smoked weed twice in her life but she's done a hell of a lot of other things all I'll say is google photos of Denise Richards on the beach with Richie Sambora not gonna I'm just gonna leave that there google 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 um then Kyle Sutton's there and Sutton once again says to Kyle can we go and talk so they go and talk and it's just as much of a disaster as as we thought all the other women go and sit down and Camille was sat opposite Faye and then Faye just moves and it was great that was I really liked that and Camille was like thank god not near that woman and Faye was like I can't sit next I can't sit opposite that woman that was really good anyway so Sutton sits down again with Kyle and Kyle just really, really doesn't like her. That's it. They're, they're not coming back. They're not, there's nothing that's going to be resolved here. Kyle does not like her. And Sutton is telling Kyle about this. Well, I was off when you came to my house because my ex, I found out he's getting a massive, massive promotion, big, big promotion. And he is going to be moving to London. And he said, me and James, the son, I always forget she has kids, I need to go too. And, you know, anyway, we went back and forth and I was very worried about it. But now uh, James is going to stay here full time with me and I'm going to get even more child support. Remember, her spousal support is $300,000 a month. A month. Just give that the pause that it deserves. Plus child support. I mean, and Kyle quite right just calls her out and goes, so that's what you're up. That's what you're upset about that you're getting more money and you're going to have your child full time. I just can't with you. You're completely out of touch. And she brings back the, remember when um, she made that terrible comment about not having a French designer come through the airport because, you know, all of, when Dorit had just had a gun to her head and all of this stuff, it was just, Kyle was just calling her out. She's sick of her. She hates, she just hates Sutton. She does. We're not getting, we're not going to resolve this. It's not going to get better. Sutton's getting more resentful. She doesn't want to try and make up with her anymore. It's over. Those two are so angry at each other. It's done. Crystal comes in and says, listen, can we get to dinner, please? And they're like, sure, sure, sure. So wasted Denise at dinner was brilliant. I must say the way, you know, like she, it was really good. I liked that. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Um, then we get this into Sutton humming and harring and hinting about, well, you know, what's kind of going on with uh, Kyle's Kyle? And I don't know, did I say that? You know, Kyle's like, well, what, what do you want to say about anything? Like, you're trying to say something. She goes, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Oh, it was exhausting. And then, and then Kyle says, you know, Sutton doesn't eat. And in her confessional, she says, I never said anything before, but Kyle, Sutton doesn't eat. And I just wrote here, it's not a big shocker. The woman's on a liquid diet and that liquid is vodka and ocean spray grapefruit juice. 
that Sutton Sutton not eating and playing with her food and not eating any of it yeah I think we all knew that but um Kyle likes to come out with that and then Anne-Marie pipes in because she's like, I've got to get a chance getting on another episode. So she comes in and she says, what are you guys talking about? She made a good point. She's like, you're saying a lot, but really not saying anything. And it's right, it was a lot of word salad of, well, I think you might be and you have to talk about, well, I don't know if you want to and what are you saying? And so, of course, then Garcelle is the one that says, well, it's about your marriage. And Kyle said, look, just because I'm working out now and, you know... I can't afford to be depressed um, and I'll have that if I have two, you know, two glasses of wine and I got this new ring because I bought myself something and I buy myself rings and what are you trying to say, that my husband had an affair? And the whole table goes silent. And then, is that what you're trying to say? And then instead of Sutton coming out with it and just saying, yes, I am addressing that, she said, she's just like, I never said, did I say that? Oh, it's like, enough, enough. So... They kind of just continue into this. And then, of course, Faye Resnick sticks her nose in and says, well, um, I don't think we should be talking about this. And it's like, shut up, shut up, Faye Resnick. And then it ends just with them kind of, Kyle just saying, I can't afford to be depressed right now. And that's where I'm at. So, and it says continued next week. We didn't even get a next week on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So it's just like to be continued. So we'll pick it up next week of them fighting at the dinner. But somebody has to say something. And Sutton's dancing around it. What they need to say is, Kyle, listen, there have been rumours for years about Marisu cheating. You are a completely different person right now. Um, yes, it's to do with not drinking. Yes, it's to do with working out, but it's also your attitude. You've, you, you no longer are wearing a wedding ring. You, we never see you with Mauricio anymore. There have been numerous reports of him having an affair. Something is changing in your marriage. Tell us what it is. But they're never usually that direct. So I do look forward to that for next week though, because it's, it's getting there. I just have... I just have a fear that when that Kyle is just not going to come out with anything and it's going to be as annoying as Heather Gay and that black eye because just just like she's not talking about Morgan she's not even say she's not saying she's not having an affair with Morgan oh I don't know it, it's a lot of back and forth and I'm I'm really annoyed that we're in episode what is this six and there's still no direct comment about Kyle and Mauricio and Morgan. It better, it better happen. That's what I'm saying. Questions need to be asked. I want someone to just ask her a direct question, give a direct answer. But Kyle is answering every question with the question. And it's really annoying. However, guys, I will love you and leave you. Um, I'm going to get out of here and get on with... Um, I have another episode to do for Salt Lake City. So I'm going to get on with that. And I just want to say again, a big thank you. Love hearing from you. Um, I answer all the DMs you send. So please feel free. Um, DM us on Instagram at tenderlovingcarepodcast. Yes, podcast. Email us tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. You're all such dreamboats. I love you so much. And you'll be hearing from me very soon. And have a fabulous rest of your day. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 